Welcome one and all to week three of the official UE podcast for Game 121. I'm your host, Terry, and joining me as ever is none other than my co-host, Mr. Daryl Saunders. How's it going, chap? Good, sir. Good. You? Yeah, I'm, I'm really pleased. That feels like the smoothest I've ever done an intro. It is, ever. Ever. <laughs> you should Not take one fuck up, two weeks off more often. <laughs> <laughs> Come into it fresh. <laughs> Um, also joining us this week on our, on our panel is uh, none other than Wren's manager, Gavin Duffy. How's it going, sir? Yep, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be on. Thanks very much. Lovely stuff. And also um, the guy I only let on this week because of uh, we don't talk about last week, Real Malorca's Andy Young. right? Yeah, not too uh, bad, but if you talk about last week, we will have to mute you. Oh, we, we, we talk about <laughs> We talk about last week. We'll bring that up a yeah, couple of times. Yeah, we will. He will. He will. <laughs> that bomb's got to be dropped, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if we should have got Jay on as a guest, that would have been more fun. <laughs> um, next week, maybe. Next week. Yeah. <laughs> I, good, see, I see he's got an interesting game. Oh, is he? <laughs> yep. <laughs> no, oh, no, you, I don't know. Biggie's big got Malorca, mate. <laughs> Oh, has he? I just, Possibly, I yeah. Any of the fixtures. Well, let's, let's just jump straight into it. I mean, obviously, how, how did you get on this weekend, Andy? Uh, this week was actually quite an impressive uh, result. Um, we played AC Milan away from home, and we come away 3-1 winners. It's a very good result. Very good result. Yeah, I wasn't wasn't sure what to expect because we're in the middle of, uh, well, we've got two houses on the gun at the minute. We're doing one up and we're packing up the other. So it's a, it's another rush turn, but it paid off. Fair and fair. Helps having a striker that don't stop scoring at the minute as well. Yeah, it would be nice if you could just bench him now and then. <laughs> last week. I got him in the Champions League week? and he still scored. <laughs> 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 how about yourself Gavin how did you get on yeah it was a good week for me it's probably why I volunteered to come on first time I've won both my games <laughs> for both teams in the season <laughs> one so yeah we ran I beat um, Dale's Leipzig 3-2 uh, which was good because he won the league last season hell of a result yeah it's good I think he's beat me mm. every other time he actually thumped my 5-2 last season so um, yeah so I made a few changes at the start of the season so that's a good win, win for me I started the last season okay, actually, and I came across him and he beat me last season and it kind of went downhill from there, so so it's a good win. Um, so where else my other team? I beat Dale and that as well as Porto team there, 2-1. So I put him in the top three there as well um, for both teams. So yeah, good start to the season for a few weeks. How did you get on in your Cup last week, Gav? Yeah, yeah, got absolutely thumped by, by you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, ninth, I was like ninth, in the league. ninth in the league, and I was like, why am I even in this Europa when I seen the forum? And then it said Alberg. It's like I, I didn't even, I knew you were in Mallorca. I was scouted you so many times. And then I seen you, I was like, great. And if, I don't know if you noticed, I played your tactics. But yes, I did. <laughs> yeah, because I, I, I thought that's how I'll go this season. Because as I say, I was scouted Terry as well. Anyone, anyone who's done well wing backs, I've scouted a lot of these teams. And then I played the same. I thought yeah, he'll probably play that, so it'll be close. And you absolutely hammered in it. So, so yeah, it was a lazy turn for me that. last week. Oh, literally, <laughs> same tactics, same. Just copied the league. <laughs> oh god, I dread to think you're scouting me. Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah, it bounces all over the shop. Week, every week, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. 
<laughs> Depends who I play. <laughs> Mr. Saunders, how did you get on, mate? Uh, I beat Bordeaux in the cup, playing very dirty, and I don't want to talk about the rest. um no i I played steve and you know it's very tough to play steve anyway and i didn't play a marking tactic i wanted to play zonal marking and defend deep and instead i played defend deep and going hard because you know why not the problem is so steve's (laughs) got a striker that is a very clear strength against weakness like he will always score against me he's he's better than my defense um, so Steve will always score against me. It was just trying to do something else, maybe to like limit it as much as I could. And I got it wrong, uh, because I didn't pick zonal market by the time I realized it was too late to do anything or to beg for a change or, you know, an edit. Um, so you should always check your email of your turn is what the lesson is. He beat me three, one. I'm not saying that he wouldn't have beat me anyway, but I didn't help myself. You know, um, I'm not particularly worried because I think we're still good. Top half was always the plan for where I am as a team compared to everyone else. I don't deal as much as everyone else. So I feel like I'm a bit punching in some of this league anyway. Um, but no, I'm, I'm quite happy. And as I say, knocking Bordeaux out of the cup is, is pretty big for me. Um, but it was dirty. It was, it was dirty. And I apologize to Bordeaux, but you know, needs must sometimes and it needs must. I had to bring the bus out. Oh, mate. I brought the bus and then I brought the little high high powered scooters to counter him and yeah it was it was it was <laughs> it was naughty it was naughty but I uh, that that if Ross had scouted my game he would remember that from the one I'm I'm talking about in 107 so it was the oh, same thing yeah. but Bordeaux are a very good team so um and I made a couple of changes I played a different centre back I played my backup anchor man I you know I didn't play Sicarella but. Yeah, I think it, it was just tactics and it was just a shithouse attempt that worked. Um, but I knocked him out of the cup. I think this is the furthest I've got in a cup in about <laughs> three three games. So I've never taken it serious. But yeah, I'm annoyed at the Steve game. I mean, but I, I, would I have beaten him anyway? I mean, I lost 3-1. So it shows how bad my defensive tactics were. I lost 3-1. He only had four shots on target, scored three of them. And that's definitely because of the tactics I played, you know? So would it have been different had I had actually played the right tactics? I don't know, because I feel like I gave him a game anyway. Like I had more shots than him. You know, my my, my higher ratings of attacking players were higher than any of his. Just defensively, I, I messed up so bad. But you live and learn, you pay attention. Yep. So, but yeah, well done to Steve. But I think I'll be fine. I'm not particularly worried, you know? Cool. Fair play. Fair play. Just still, the thing that I'm noticing in this division is everyone plays shit house. Like the games I've scouted, everyone is defend from front, sort of support defense, defend the play out defense. It just, yeah, it's a real shit house league. Which you know, you know if what, people want to play like that, then it's their business. Yeah, they pay their money. But our league you're... is fucking ruthless for it. Like everyone I've scouted, you're... I would say if I've scouted seven teams. Four of the minimum are playing mm-hmm. counter counter attack bus, you know, and it's I'm not that type of man. I, I attack. Do you know what I mean? Like you know, I I don't know what a defensive tactic is really, but uh, <laughs> unless I play a Bordeaux. But my league, from what I've scouted, ruthless, ruthless for it. So it's yeah. going to be tough yeah. because there's going to be some real upsets because sometimes that shit house works, you know. Regardless, you're, you're, you're spot on there because I'm really struggling with Montpellier in there. And I look at that team and I think that team shouldn't struggle. 
Yeah, yeah. No, it's... the number of teams that are shit house against me because of the team I got. It yep. just I, I I lose a game one 0 and I'm thinking, how the hell have I even lost that? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's gonna yeah, take it is, um. It's, it's... It's going to it take goes. something, you know, a little bit different because I'm not used to it. Like, but I would say of five teams that I've scouted, five matches I've scouted, all of them, one team is playing shit ass, you know, which is mm -hmm. fine. If that's how they play and that's how they win, it works. You know, I've never had a problem with it. It's just me figuring out. I mean, me and you had a conversation today. I'm not one of how do you figure out breaking that bus down? It works more often than not. Even if you've got your tactics spot on, you still lose one nil. You know, like Bordeaux yeah. are going to look at this game against me. Bordeaux are going to look at this game against me. He had 53 possession, 15 shots. He battered me. You know, all his players, high 80s, I win 1-0. I, you know? I disagree. I disagree. Mm. I, I, I do think, yeah, obviously, teams do shithouse. Um, and if it works, it works. But I do feel like there is ways to break it down. I, I mean, I'm not going to mention teams to, to shithouse, but it was yeah, very well sort of publicised. Lastly, a couple of very high-profile sides uh, in big, big games against me, tried to shit house uh, like proper park the bus. And whether that was through uh, player stats that I was able to take advantage of them or just tactically, I was able to do it, including, you know, see teams that were trying to shit house with five at the back or, do you know what I mean? Um, I, I think, if, yeah, it, it does. There is, there is a way around it. You just have to work it out. I mean, it's like, like last week, Andy, you, you beat me. It's just like, as soon as I sort of see the result, it's like, okay, I can kind of start seeing what I might need to do. And I can start making ideas about how to try that. And, I, and I'll try it and it would you know, take me time. But I do feel like, yeah, tactically we can all, if we put the effort in, we can work it out. It's just whether you want to. I mean, some guys are quite happy with. But then uh, on the other flip better. side of that, like once if you're busy, you know, Andy's moving, <laughs> house this week. No, no, Andy's moving house this week. He doesn't want to sit there and trawl through no, no, having no. to break no. down a shithouse team every week. He's he's built a strong enough side. Like his Montpellier team is, is right. It's yeah, a very good yeah. team. Like they would be in the conversation of, you would think, top half pushing. But when you're playing I, shithouse I, every week, yeah. mate. Like, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't sort of spend days and, you know, you know how busy my life is. It's, you know, I'm, I'm up at like six for work and I don't get into four-ish and i've got kids and stuff like that so i don't really have the time and like we, we do a lot of podcasts as well daz um and i'm on discord most nights so I, I don't have a ton of time to like but i kind of i'd say i've got like a decent understanding of the game and it's just like working out little things it's just trying to find those little one percent here and there and uh, yeah it's definitely not worked perfectly oh. because i you know <laughs> i've only won a division two title in this game but it's, uh, you know, I'm competitive and and I think it's down to like I've been able to work out most of the time what I need to play most of the time. Yeah, just it's it's tough. Well, it's, I think I did this week. If I, if I sort of like, don't, yeah, like this week, I, I played. So I played um, a full strength Genoa and they're very, very good side. Very good side. And mm. I played six uh, second, uh, what would you call it? Like second string, like backups to my first mm -hmm. team player, and then uh, my target man, who was debutant. So it's really you could say seven, seven second stringers, and it was it was just purely down to how I set up and what tactics I played that beaten. And then the same in the league, I you know, I played Barcelona, and I played another complete. You know, one game I'm playing a four three three, and the other I'm playing a five three two, and it's uh, you know, and that even the five three two I played like within inside forward center forward which isn't uh sorry inside forward target man which isn't known for me normally i play wide forwards but it's again it's it's you know 
it's building building a squad to be flexible and adaptable to be able to be obviously unpredictable in one way, but then also being able to sort of take advantage. Did you put the essays on that target man in the end? You were kind of mm-hmm. talking about, yeah. Did he yes, totally go on? Yeah, Did yeah. He, 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 uh, so I think one game I didn't expect him to play that well because the tactics didn't quite suit his stats. And, and yeah, he played sort of very average. Um, but in the game where I set up deliberately for him and my inside forward, he played really well. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely good to have a few. Target man's probably the only position I, I don't have for for Ran. Yeah, so like, I, I played like a, a target man inside forward in a 5-3-2, but I played uh, link play because it, the target man's got nine vision um, and, and good other other stats, especially pace and, and shooting and you know all, all the rest and 10 heading. But uh, yeah, I played the, te- the, te- the link play mostly because he's got nine vision and my inside forward's got 10 vision. So, yeah, I think that worked out better for you than Cornelius in the long term because although he was a great target man, he wasn't the quickest, and I think his his vision wasn't too high either, was it? (laughs) Yeah, no, he was very very good at what he did, though. He was very one-dimensional, but it it sort of made, if I was picking him in a team, if if someone knew I was going to be picking him in a team, it was very easy to set up to stop Mm. him. Yeah. Yes, very, very interested it either way. Um, Just playing yeah, also, marking tactics normally helps. Do you know I mean? Marking tactics, <laughs> help, yeah, occasionally, yeah. The rulebook yeah. even yeah. says it's recommended to play one. I'm like, <laughs> nah, nah, we won't do that. Against Steve, who probably is in the greatest run of his life with FC Cold right now. Let's just not play any marking tactic. It'll be a laugh. Yeah, I, I play I play two totally different setups this week. Like, so like, in, in the, uh, I think in... In the league, it was all about sort of keeping the ball in the middle of the park and not allowing it to go out wide and just trying to be direct and go through and, and creative. And then in the other one, it was sort of like hitting on the break and getting it wide. So it was nice to be able to sort of play two completely different styles. It's, it's, yeah, it's starting to come, come along now. I'm quite, I'm actually really enjoying this game just for being able to fuck around and experiment. I, I probably, if I, I think if I concentrated, I could actually do, sort of like do reasonably well but I fuck around far too much with tactics and formations and stuff but all, all a learning process anyway so um, so yeah let's have, move on to some other results I mean um, Gav let's, uh, have a look in uh, obviously you're in the west um, mm-hmm. and, and if it's spring out to you this this week in uh, West Prem um, any surprising results there probably my own one really I didn't expect to, to win that Um my best UE mate, uh, he left this week, Joey. He he drew, but um, yeah, I, I spoke to him. He was he was he was on his way. I think some for some people the break's a bit too long. It gets you used to life not doing it. It's not in your routine anymore. So the three weeks off wasn't the best for for some people. But um, yeah, Leal's up at the top. Didn't surprise me. He's he's been doing he's been doing really well. He's got a good team. Yeah, uh, Bayern Munich and, and Leverkusen. Leverkusen winning away at, uh, at Mikey's Bayern. Probably a little bit of surprise. Ajax are struggling uh, still. I think Lewis, he kind of brought in a few old players just to keep him up last season. And obviously he ended up leaving. He was just, just hanging on to keep them up. So they're mm-hmm. going to struggle, I think, as well. And uh, just having a look. Yeah, Rowan's doing quite well with Fortuna Sittard. It's a 
good few wins, and I've got him this week, so that should be quite interesting. But yes, yeah, shaping up to be quite an interesting league. Tough one, tough one there. Mm. And uh, what what did you make of uh, the Dortmund win against Anderlecht? I mean that that was sort of that would have been one of those ones built uh, build as a very very tough game for both. But yeah, yeah, kind of Dortmund Matty coming out on top. Yeah, they'll, they'll look like they've played similar formations just going on the kind of main results page. Um, I beat Dorman last week. He went completely different. He played like wing-backs and wide forwards because he's got like sort of Gnabry who can play a few different positions. But he went back to kind of a 4-5-1 there and, and won. But I, th- I think Anderlecht will do pretty good. I think they've won every league on the way up, haven't they? So, yeah, they, I think um, so. They're pr- right pr- pr- pretty close to it. Yeah, I think they start in the bottom league. Uh, ben, as you say, or uh, Jesse. So yeah, they they they'll do okay. But yeah, Dorman's got a really good team actually. I seen he was yeah. trying to swap De Bruyne today, but um, yeah, he's got quite a solid team. He's he's pretty good. He he's usually up in the top. Well, he won the league in the first season. He's usually up the top four or five. So yeah, I didn't surprise me that he won. Yeah, uh, who, who would you if you was like sort of early doors tipping who you think? Is going to be it there thereabouts at the top of the season. Who who's who sort of springs out to you? Other other than obviously Lil uh, with Dan leading the way, and obviously Mark Rome will be sort of like. Well, is there any any sort of dark horse that you think could could surprise the the sort of? Well, the dark horse. <laughs> I say this every season, but it probably should be Will's Leon. His team's always amazing, but I don't know. I think he just swaps around too much and. He'll have a couple of bad results, you know, go, I'm going full backs, and then he'll have a, he'll do okay, and then he'll change back to wing backs. I think that's what, what does him. But team wise, he started off okay, and he's got a really, really good team. So that would probably be my main, main dark yeah. horse. Yeah. I haven't looked at his team in a while, but I'm sure, like, season one, he had, like, or season two, I'm sure he had, like, both Messi and Ronaldo at one point. Yeah, that's exactly the type of thing. I mean, he had them, and then it didn't work for three or four weeks, and he, and he just changed it rather than trying to kind of figure out a way because surely it would have worked I'm sure if he'd if he'd found uh, the, the right kind of tactics for it but he just changes a bit too much but he loves a swap he says that so that's what keeps him keeps him happy but yeah I think he's got a chance mm. to do something and uh, let's go over to you Daryl I mean Division 2 West Division 2 um, obviously Cohn beat the upstarts this week um, <laughs> there's a few <laughs> a few good I mean obviously Ghent Chippy uh, yeah, he's he's always up there, isn't he? He's always playing yeah, yeah. really well. And Ben, but, um, Ben's Mets, I think. I was going to be... say you. That was Ben was someone you heavily talked about last yeah, season. Yeah, 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 yeah. If Ben's concentrating and playing, he's a very, very good manager. Um, yeah. Though at the moment, I would say those three look probably the most dominant. Steve's on like the run of his life, and that striker he's got is just immense. Very difficult to beat. Um, but other than that, I think I. The, <laughs> Everyone could beat everyone in that league. There's no one in there that I would go into thinking maybe Marseille obviously being unmanaged and AZ look a bit shambolic. Um, but there's no one really that, you know, either scares nor, you know, or nor that I would take for lightly. You know what I mean? Like a couple of wins mm-hmm. and you're going to be in and amongst it. And I think it's going to be like that all season, you know, um, just because of how some are playing. Do you know what I mean? There's going to be a lot of ups, upsets because of, of, as I say, like, I would say I've, I scouted Genk, Salzburg, Freiburg. All of them played very, very defensive, you know, and they're going to upset people because of how they play. You know, there's going to be some surprising results because of that. And that's why I think the league will stay tight, which will be good for guys that maybe started a bit slower like myself and Andy, you know, 
I'm, yeah. That's why I'm not worried because of the games I've scouted, I know there's going to be some upsets in the teams above me. You know, there's going to be some weird one nils where people are like, how the fuck did that happen? You know, and that's going to keep it tight. So um, this week, every week with them. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It looks at the minute. Um, but yeah, as I say, I think the top three at the moment, and obviously Dave's mains are such a good team and what Gary's built at Genk is good. And we all know what Danny Lennon can do. And as I say, Freiburg has got himself set up in a way that will sneak some results when he needs to. Um, so yeah, I think it's, it's, there's nothing really shocking because anyone can beat anyone with the, how what I've scouted from what I've seen. So you've got um, Stuart Crossley's Freiburg this week. Uh, how how important <laughs> is that to back, bounce back up? Yeah, I, I, I need points. I um, you know, scoring goals is funny. I'm the third highest scorer down in that position, but I'm also conceded the third. I'm third in the most conceded. So <laughs> you know, I, I need to tighten up a little bit. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But as I say, now that all my points went into my midfield, my midfield's kind of done. So things are going to be added Start concentrating to, there. onto defenders. Yeah, they've all got determination, little sprinklings of other bits, but they need that second SA now really to sort of tighten them up a little bit. Um, as I say, it's a work in progress. It, I told him I'd see him in the Champions League final season seven. So I'm still on track for that. Fair play. And Andy, I think obviously I'll, I'll, I'll give you the. Uh, Give you the the Southern Premier here to to you know, give your opinion on how how did that how, any, any surprises this week for you? Um, any, anything standing out? The only one really that really sticks out is Jay's win away from home. It's actually a really good win. Very good win against Atalanta. Atlanta are starting so well. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a, it's a very good win. Um, again, you look at the three teams in the bottom at the minute. You know, Bologna, Barcelona and Getafe. Getafe were the champions last season. And he hasn't been able to buy a win now. I know, obviously, Joey's gone now, but it's a difficult one. I mean, Barcelona in the bottom three can't pick up yeah. points. You know, it just this I... league is... Everyone is capable of beating anyone in this league. Yeah, I'd agree. I still... I, um, you know, I'm, I'm gonna, I know you're saying that, and I, you're probably all... Because you're all in the same league, but I think... I think you're going to walk away with it, Andy, to be honest with you. I'm sorry to I say, I, I said well. it at the end of last season. I just, yeah, I, I think, well I think, yeah, I I think he's going to win I'm it. I'm just looking for yeah. the mute, mute, mute button sorry. for Daryl. Sorry, mate. I just, I think uh, that Mallorca <laughs> team is just, he's built it so perfect, I think. And I don't think uh, yeah. gonna, he'll be in that like top, my, top three all, 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 all season. You're like I, what I've done with my Christmas points then. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think that, it, it. Yeah, I think Andy's definitely in there, as is like, um, you know, obviously Phil Chin's had a great start with Inter. Um, yes, I, I think it's hard to say. It depends. You like, can never see, write off Martin Banks. No, and, never. You know, and even yourself, you know, you're always going to be up there. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's just a case of you know, so if we could start like picking up on what teams are doing early, early enough, and. But it, it seems to be like someone someone will pick up on a certain way certain teams play, and no one else picks up on it, and then they'll get points against everyone else except for one or two teams. Um, it depends how. I'm not how gonna much... lie, mine's been lazy, mate. I've used exactly the same. I've sent the same form <laughs> three weeks running purely because I haven't had the time with moving. Yes. Yeah. Although this week I've got Jay, so I might put a little bit more effort into it. No, I'll you know. have a little chat with you about that. Yeah, we'll have a chat. <laughs> no, I've been joking. Let's not do that. Jesus Christ. Oh, In all honesty, the way the team sets up and the way they play, 
you know, it's more a case of come and beat me. That's kind of how I feel at the moment. Yeah, I mean, and you've definitely done that. I mean, you've built a team in a certain way and it's getting you results. So, yeah, makes perfect sense. If it's not broke, don't try and fix it. Yeah, yeah, maybe that's something I, I probably need to bring into my game a little bit more. But, I, I, yeah, I'm, yeah I'm, the, old, I'm probably more like a Ranieri in this game. I like to tinker and change things and try and be clever and stuff like that. But it's probably cost me more times than it has. I don't know. It's, it's close somewhere like that. Yeah, but, I don't uh, really I'm probably about have. a season with Mallorca, so it's I'm struggling at times because it's it just does itself. As I said, I've just hit send again and again yeah. and again because there's not a lot I can do other than accept a few bids. Yeah, yeah, and that, and that I think that's where I will struggle because I'm not big on many deals. I mean, I have I, there's been a couple of conversations about Odegaard that maybe. I prefer. Yes, I, mean, I mean, I maybe there's a conversation. Yeah, there is. Yeah, there are conversations that I probably would have now. I'll be having a, I'll be yeah, a there, there's there's I'll maybe because I know that I know how good he is and I know what he brings, but I also need to improve the entire team at some point, and I could probably See, I, I'd get be two good because ones. It's odd guard, but um, you know, yeah, yeah. we'll have a conversation after there, Darryl. There's always. But I, I have. <laughs> I have entertained a couple of conversations today. I'm starting, I'm starting to realise that this isn't actually a podcast anymore. So every time we have someone on, Daryl's having a chat with him after, isn't it? Yeah. Look, at, look at Armstrong now. Chat with Percy gives me a 40 PV target, man. That's it. Season. It's just fucking Daryl's grooming service. Jeez, hey, that's a different podcast. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that at the end. Yeah. <laughs> But um, yeah, just to quickly touch on a couple of others, uh, I think you know um, maybe have a quick look at some of the the prem sides. I mean, uh, in 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 the in the UK prem, I, I think it was something you called um, Daryl. You know, West Ham having a really good start, and yeah, yeah. Your, your greatest friend in the world, uh, Mister Lang, also doing absolutely uh. fabulously. They're um, at the top, both unbeaten. Please, West Ham. We're just talking about West Ham. <laughs> Can the, oh, I think the, rest of the, the rest of the UK Prem could just sort their shit out so Callum doesn't finish that high, please. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, West Ham, I thought with the team that Richard had built to what Jesse can do, scary. Could be scary. Yeah. You know, like he's shown at Anderlecht what he can do on his own <laughs> and he's walked into a ready-made squad that Richard built. Like, frightening what he could do there, I think. Um, I like what Norwich have started. I think Norwich have started really, really well. Does it surprise you how Wildstone started, though? Um, no, no, because I think Matt, Matthew's a bit like me. Like he's he's a cash only guy. Uh, deals and what he can needs to do now to get in there might be a little bit more difficult. He'll figure it out though, I think, and pick up some points. But I think he'll find it tough. Um, Matt knows his weaknesses. He's just yeah. struggling to find to fill the one to to find the players he wants because yeah, yeah. he's got certain players he's willing to let go of and he knows he's got to bring in a couple of players for them. Yep. But it's gotta be specific. Ooh. And if it's not right, he's not gonna exactly. do it. And I'm gonna make him right. That's like the conversations yeah. I'm having with Odegaard. I know that I can fill two gaps with him and probably change formation slightly, which would make me better, but he then pulls in a 91, even though I lose three one. And I'm like, Oh my God, <laughs> I can't, I can't get rid of him. But you know, it, it's difficult. And I think that's why I mean like Matt's in the same position as me. And you know, I also, also thought a really good result this week was, uh, Brighton, uh, under, uh, Nathan Callow. 
uh, getting a draw against the Mears champions, Mass City. And I, I felt like it was a good result for both because Nath's gone up, uh, gone well, sorry, gone over from obviously Tondela. He was, I think he was in Division 4 or 3 last season. He's gone up, got promoted with them, took over Brighton in the championship from, uh, uh, from the, sorry, from the in the Prem from Faddy. And he got off to a flyer. He finished really strongly and he showed like, you know, why he deserves to be sort of in in that bracket of good managers. Um, I think it's a good result for both there. I think, you know, Amir's got teams challenging him now. He didn't get the rise he want. Other teams would have closed that gap. And I think it, it go, goes to show the quality in that. It's going to be a really difficult season, I think. But I think it's something that they're both going to relish. I think Nate's going to love the challenge. And I think Amir's going to rise to the challenge because he's got a lot tougher league this year. I don't yeah. know if you'd agree with that. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I think so. And I think Amir will be up to the challenge. I think he yeah. would have gone into that game on in a win, but he'll probably come yeah, out yeah, yeah. knowing what Nathan's done. I think he'd be happy. To have got a point, I think, you know, to not have lost will probably be, yeah, he'd still be happy enough. Obviously, he wants to win every game, but to come out of Brighton with a point, I think he'd be pleased with that. Uh, yeah, I think you could, they'd both probably look at it and think, could have won that. Yeah. But then they'd both probably be happy to take that point, wouldn't they? Yeah, definitely. definitely. Yeah, I think I glanced at the report. Um, on the forum, and I think he said he got most of the starts. Nathan um, should not. He didn't say he should have won, but uh, a, a draw wasn't unfair at all. But no, that's not a bad result for for Man City yeah. at this stage. As long as Big he doesn't, standing. nobody's going to run away from him. So he'll be thereabouts, and he can make a run towards the end. Lovely, uh, and yeah, which uh, just before we get to the meat of the the podcast, um, just to quickly touch on the eastern because we we sort of touched on the west, the southern UK. Just to touch on the Eastern Prem now, where we'll cover other divisions in the following weeks. Um, Spartak, Mickey Singh, 90, uh, yeah, three games, three wins, 100%. Very good start to the season for him. Um, but Art Media, uh, do you think they'll, they'll start being as dominant as they were in the previous three seasons? Uh, they're sitting on uh, five points, I think. Yeah, five points, one win, two draws, still unbeaten. No, I, I I don't think they'll be dominant. I think they'll finish up near the top, but I don't think they'll run away with like how they have um, solely because of the quality of manager that's in that league. You know, yeah. you look at that yeah. whole also, league, and Steve from Leicester's just taken over Matt Svitterol. You know, I mean, know what yeah. he can do with what he's done at Leicester. Like even you know, all the way down to Lee at the bottom, they're all good managers. Like we've all been in games with them where we've seen them doing stuff. You know. So, um, it's frightening from a manager point of view what's in that league. So I don't think he'll be as dominant as he's been, but I think he'll still yeah, be up there because that squad is scary. Yeah, it's a very good given, result. Given his team before end of season as well, he was probably one of the victims of the end of season as well. Yeah, oh, yeah. So a lot of teams would have caught up OAPV-wise yeah. as well, which will make it a lot tougher for him. I, I thought that was an excellent result for Maxi this week, getting a draw against him. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be looking to build on that, I think. I think that could be... That's one of those results that could be a really good confidence boost if, if you can start getting it right from that. Yeah, yeah. I think Max is sometimes quite good at... If he's playing somebody better, then he'll... You know, whether he'll defend or whatever he does to kind of try and uh, stop them playing, but, but trying to beat teams less than them, sometimes he struggles with that. Yeah. That's a fair point. Okay, so uh, obviously, uh, I suppose that you know everyone's going to know that the main talking point for this week is obviously uh, the new updates for the game from yeah. Ben. Um, mm. 
I suppose we can go through this one by one and, and you yeah, know, we have a discussion on, on what we think of these. Uh, so the first one, you yeah, know, all, all these changes coming into effect immediately, uh, I believe. Uh, reserves and youth changes. There are now five action slots uh, <clears throat> available on the reserves and youth MDSs. They can be used to uh, talk to a player, reassure them, praise performance, praise attitude, criticise performance, criticise attitude, and to train. Love that. make of that? Love that. Yeah. It's been a long time coming, hasn't it? Yeah, I think so. I think some people take their reserves and youth really serious, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think now to just have its dedicated section, you know, especially with how many things there are to do, charities, bets, mentoring, talking to, like just to take some bits away that you can focus now solely on the reserves. You know, you can, it's almost like having another teams now you can use it as, which I think will be great for for the reserve and youth games, you know? I'm taking yeah. them quite serious yeah. this year, to be honest, at Sturmgratz. Um, I decided um, to. So that actually is the timing's perfect. Yeah, I mean, I'll be, I'll be more inclined to actually, well, obviously I will be sending my reserves in use now. Sometimes I don't bother. But the very fact that, you know, the training slot now moves there, I'll, I'll be looking at each page now. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, see, see, make, see, yeah. make people that haven't maybe given it much thought. You know, yeah, because you, so. you like I will. Yeah, how many times we've signed a player? You're like, you know, end of season, he's going to be the guy to take over. But you, you know, now you feel like there is going to be that player that you're going to try and train and talk to and nurture through to the first team, which I think is which will be good. You know, yeah. What did you make of it, Andy? Yeah, I feel, I, I think it's a good move. Um, I mean, it's a shame it's you know season four when it started because there's a lot of people that. Have used the reserves and use as cash cows, so the teams that they've got, or the reserves and use they've got, are very much irrelevant now. <laughs> yes. So it's a building process for them. Yeah, yeah, I, and and I see it all the time because I do. I, I wouldn't say I take them seriously, but I do make sure I send them every week. I make sure there's always a reasonable team there. Um, but yeah, I think those teams that have used them as a cash cow are massively at a disadvantage right now. Um, but I think going forward, it's something that should have been done a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. It is something that I think we've all asked for for a while as well. You know, long it time. is. Yeah, I know it's something we've um, discussed here quite a fair bit on the podcast with uh, guests and ourselves and stuff like that. And uh, and uh, yeah, let's pass this on to Gavin. But also, Gav, um, yeah, how how would you also not only that give give us your opinion on that, but also um, sort of tacking onto this the introduction of the extended points and karma for reserves and use now three points for winning the tight one 400 karma two and 300 and one and 200 down you know going descend into second and third place uh yeah yeah i think the extractions is really good and you've been pushing for that for a while so well done news i think that's made a big difference it's a training thing that's the most because i always mm. train somebody in the reserves and the youth I noticed Mr. Guerrero's team that one of my probably my best youth player actually did a did a Darrell did turn up for training because he was in a nightclub. So I'm wondering <laughs> if it was a, bit, a bit more because it's always about praising performances and attitudes and criticizing attitudes. So I think he might throw a few more of those things in there to make you interact with it a bit more. Um, was, was he off his tits on Red Bull? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> I think I know that. Um, and then uh, the, the <laughs> talking talk to is quite good as well. Because I've got a lot of, you know, when you put somebody in the transfer yeah, yeah. cell and he's disillusioned. So I've got a lot of them in my reserves and youth. So 
if you can talk to, talk them around, I think. So yeah, I'll definitely use that. Um, yeah, the on the next bit you were saying about the, the points, points yep. and the karma. Um, just yeah, yeah it's, third, third. It's, it's good. I mean, I've I've won a reserve and a youth league in uh, in not last season but the first two, but. I did use them as a cash cow. I almost won those leagues as a symptom of having good teams because I think the better the youth and reserve teams you've got, the better rest of the world bids you get. And then you've got more money for points for your first team. So it's good that he's put it up. But the way I look at three points, if I've, I'm not going to invest a whole season getting three points when it's only 30 million I can sell. You know, I'll probably get that in one or two weeks from the rest of the world bids. So... I would never say, oh, I'm not selling this youth player because he can help me win the league in 20 mm. times time, you know. I would always just take I would always just take the money. Um, is, it, is it good, though, that it gives... It is good. Because there are obviously some managers that take the reserves and youth seriously, and it's sort of, you know, if, if, if one team's running away with it, you can be just, like, lose all interest and start selling and stuff like that. I mean, to, to give something to come second and third, bit of incentive. Yeah. Yeah, it is, it is good. Yeah, because sometimes mm. I don't even notice where I am in those those leagues. You know, I do. Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't have a good, clue where I am now. <laughs> yeah, I put the teams out, but you know, I don't really pay attention unless you know if it's if it's one UE point and you're you know fifth with a few turns to go, and you think because I've actually got first team players that I could put into the to the youth sometimes and and things like that. If they're young enough, so yeah, it's definitely going to make people anything you can do to make people do reserves in youth more is is going to be beneficial to the game. So yeah, I quite I, I quite I quite like it. As I say, it's not going to make me go you know all in on reserves and youth. It's still going to make me. I'm still going to use them to sell, but it, you know I will definitely concentrate concentrate. But the best thing bit. that I've always done. Mm. So when a reserve bid comes in, I sell him, promote a youth guy, take a trial list with half decent and tradables because they they rise pretty quick. You know, if you take yep. like a eighty fucking. Uh, right back but he's got nines at nines and eights in the right place they rise pretty quick with like one training and so i just do that i sell the reserve guy if he's not going to break in i sell him youth guy gets promoted trialist comes in and i just use it like a rotating belt i think i've done a deal like that every week for 10 7 11 weeks sold a reserve guy promoted a youth team signed a trialist you know just to fill a gap mm-hmm. and it's actually made some half decent trialists because they're getting games and i'm training them They've actually risen pretty quick. There's a guy in my reserves now called Perk. And he is now... So I signed him. He was an 84 trialist. And he is now in my reserves as a 99, 36 centre-back at 21. You know? With 10 speed. Like, he's going to be a beast. I just need to get that judgment up, so a little bit of mentoring. But he was signed as a trialist just to fill a gap because I sold a reserve guy. You know? Yeah, I've had a couple of trialists do do quite well. My my current backup left wing back is is quality, and he was a trialist. And these are the guys. So I signed him. He had ten speed, is why I picked him up, and seven aggression. And I was Same. like, oh, I could work with that. Um, it'd be fine for the youth team. Like he's still going to play because I'm not really bothered if they win or lose. I'll play the ten speed, and he's risen like mad. And now he's you know he's pretty much close to first team. You know, thirty six ninety nine. He's not going to be far away, especially with ten speed. I don't mind playing him now. Then so you know. People will probably focus on doing that more. It will help, I think. Mm. Just need to make the trialist better now. Stop giving me so much shite. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the next next sort of uh, point uh, added to the game is the mentor section uh, summary action. Sorry, the mentor summary action will tell you tell you which players are currently active and how long they've been active for. Mentorships mentorships will also now uh, no longer end if players suffer an injury. 
I think that last bit's the most, the the big one, isn't it? I think that's what a lot of people were calling for. I think that's always been there to be put in. He's just waiting to tweak it to fit it. Ah, okay. I okay. think I, I I think that's always been there. I think he's just been waiting to add to it. I I would assume. I can't imagine that that's new. I'd imagine that's just taken a little bit more time to put into the system myself because that should have been, you would have always wanted to know who's currently mentored and how long they've been mentored for. And the injury thing I'm sure was a glitch. I feel that that's, that's not new. That's just taken time to implement. Okay. And um, what do you guys make of that? Andy and Gav? Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. Um, you know, he's, the number of times you forget about your mentor and you forget if you've done it, if they've finished, you know, you, you, I don't even know if I've got any on right now. <laughs> because yeah, you just, yeah you do, I you think I've forget. got a I can't remember who though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm to do that this week. <laughs> exactly that. It's so easy to uh, to to forget. So now being able, having it fresh in your mind, you, I think it made me use it a lot more. That play. Uh, what's your take on it, Gav? I said, yeah, exactly, absolutely, exactly the same. I've seen myself scrolling through turns, going, "Who did I mentor this guy before?" or "Who was mentoring him?" And then I see one, I think, "Did I do that really?" Yeah, absolutely. I'm just, I'm going to do it this week with both my teams, <laughs> just so I know which which ones are getting mentored. I'm not sure if I've got three or two, and sometimes the finish and you forget. And they are quite good. I've had a couple of judgment rises off I mentored in, so I have... I'll definitely use it more if I can see them. I've actually, I haven't had one. Fail, actually, yeah. Okay. I've had a few failures, but yeah, I've had some some rises as well. Oh, fair play, fair play. Uh, next bit, um, we'll go back to you, Gav. Is uh, uh, karma bets? Um, if you place a bit, uh, place a bet on a team in one of the unmanageable leagues, South America, North America, and Asian, the amount you can win or lose is four times higher than it is in normal leagues. Thoughts on that? Yeah, that, that one came out a bit out the, out the blue for me. Um, yeah. I don't really do karma bets. I have done it, but not not generally. There's always, for me, too much other things to do. And charity works more of a, well, it's not a bet, is it? It's a sure thing. So, But four times higher, yeah. I think I think I probably will just pick uh, who's top, Olympia and the, and the Southern American and just see what happens or something like that, you know. <laughs> four times higher is quite significant. But, um, I know some guys at Lang does he does bets quite a lot. He, he'll often ask about games and things like that. It's not something I generally do, but I might. I've stopped doing turn results, and obviously you guys get quite a lot of karma for for doing this stuff. But um, yeah, my I'm not doing turn results for my club this season, so yeah, I might have to look into that because I usually need quite a bit of karma at the end of the season for adding um, L and. And you know some injuries and stuff like that, and com- confidence. A lot of strikers are losing confidence a lot as well. So, yeah, anything can get you more karma is good. But it's just what do you spend it on? Is it okay? Yeah, because um, I, I think cause obviously I I always buy uh, use the karma to create my kids, and I think mm-hmm. I might need to because I've got you know me and the missus have got uh, another one potentially, <laughs> uh, hopefully on the way now. So. Sew yeah. it up, Sam. Uh, Sew it up now. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking yeah, snip the shit. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to need you. some more. Gonna, uh, yeah, yeah, 
yeah, just uh, just so uh, Ben knows, I love you, Ben. If you want to give me some more karma, so I can create a new my new child in the game, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> All I can say is, look, having six kids, mate, you're off your head. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, I've got six kids. I know how painful that is. So you yeah, know, yeah. having enough one to yourself. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> you'll, have, you'll, have a, you'll have a full team of karma uh, kids. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, got 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 the other two in there at the moment. They're both playing really well, so actually it's quite a quite a good one now. It gives me another incentive to actually bother with my my reserves and youth town now. I can create my uh, unborn child soon. Yeah, I've got three. <laughs> and it said actually in the Bordeaux game of my one, it says uh, they couldn't get the ball past the exceptional Scarlet, and because I know it's my daughter, <laughs> and I'm like, oh shit. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, I love that. I she love just, it when the power play turns. She up. just stopped Bordeaux. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, moving on, obviously, divisional uh, details, extra print. Uh, that's a new one coming out, Andy. You can now get divisional details of a, uh, of any league in the extra extra prints. Divisional details, Asian Premier League, for example. Um, I, I don't know. What, what do you make of that, Andy? I don't know. I think, I, I think I'm going to wait for someone to find out. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea what that is. There's enough information there. I, you know what? I should, we should have got on the hotline, shouldn't we? Something Daryl should have got on the hotline with Ben. Yeah, yeah. Get 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 on the bat phone, have a chat with him. Does it mean yeah. that they basically is he going to run them games in the background? So if I scout the Asian Premiership, yes, yeah, so I think they're they're actually being played and league they? table. So maybe yeah. it's him testing to like open up more leagues as well, which would be awesome. Mm. I want an American team. MLS. <laughs> I MLS need it. it. I, need I think, it, it, I think need it could be good one day. I think it could be good just to have like a, a different version of the game, just to throw it out there and have a bit more fun with it. Yeah, why not? Um, and the next one, I mean, let's, let's chuck this back to you, Gav. Uh, substitution minute restriction. Tactical substitutions now have a minute minimum minutes of 45. <laughs> Tactical substitutions is after three minutes are no, not in the spirit of the game, and this will stop managers taking advantage of the loophole. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, fair enough. I think um, obviously, I suppose if someone gets injured early on, there'll, there'll be a sub. But it, yeah, everyone does it. You've got a player that's like eighty-two percent fit or whatever, and you you take him on after three minutes, and he's, he plays fine. So he, he knows it was a problem in the game, so he's done something to to stop it. I, I never like how many people people cried. <laughs> I, I, I didn't even know that was a loophole. Really? <laughs> I thought when we if were I, talking I, about fitness and I was telling you that all, all mine are fine, I thought you knew. <laughs> no, 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 I've never no, done no. it. Like, have you not no, heard it, when I've said that like, no, all my players hundred percent? I never get it a problem. That's, no, I don't give a shit because it's usually well, like if, if a player's okay. like in the eighties, okay. I just don't play them that week. If they're in the nineties, I play them. Yeah, yeah. Care. Well, they, 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 they they players in the sixties using oh. that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, oh I could have oh, done oh, that with Camacho so many oh, times. Oh, <laughs> bless you, little tactical kid. Didn't know the little sneaky bits underneath, did you? No, I, I'm, I'm all right with the tactics. I just don't know the rest of the game. That's the problem. <laughs> you know I'm, I'm fine with it. It makes sense. I'm a yes, little bit disappointed because the back end of the last season, when it was come, when it was getting oh, close to the cup final, you little whore. mate, Rodri, Rodri was coming. On in the second and third minute, every every game. Yeah. <laughs> he <dirty> get. <laughs> no, that's it because he's probably he's probably sitting on you know a certain amount of bookings. They don't get booked either. That's their thing. No. Like, that's so if Rodri's on five bookings and turn twenty three, yeah, you just stick him on after three minutes. 
So oh, yeah, I protected yeah. everyone, mate. Everyone that mattered. Yeah, well, it worked uh, for you. So. <laughs> that's no it ben, ben if you can deduct him 10 points now for cheating that'd be fantastic <laughs> give us a chance I'll still finish above uh, uh, you probably will <laughs> uh, passing on teams as well if a manager wishes to pass on a team with a season ticket to another manager that manager will have to pay an amount to top the season ticket up to 27 weeks to show that they are committed to managing a team they're all fan of that yeah 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 it's, it's an easy way to put an end to some of the some of the speed speed ones it's gone as long as he implements it uh but i think he's already done one isn't it some guy said they've got like 12 turns he bought like 12 turns or something he had to pay for like 12 turns. yeah i think i saw it in a whatsapp chat but i think it's a good idea yeah yeah yeah, yeah i suppose it, it's sort of well but I, I suppose if people yeah i i know there was a concern weren't it of people um yeah, just you know, putting a season ticket on a team, giving them to a mate, doing deal. Yeah, you know, it's just something that you know it was brought up when they thought there was deals between mates and you know little groups and cliques and that. Um, but I think if people want to are, are determined to do it, they're going to do it. So it's it is what it is, isn't it? Really, I suppose. Yeah, you know, if if anything, it's good financially for Ben. He gets that commitment. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'd be my take on it. I I don't not really too fussed to be honest. What about you, Andy? Yeah, no, I agree with it. The number of things that you see that look, you know, well, I, I say look, but probably are dodgy. You know, it's going to eradicate them. Um, I think that, you know, last season you look, I think it was Napoli was passed around, you know. Mm. It was so much that you, no one knew what was going on. Real Ave, you know, there was a couple teams last year that were passed around turn after turn after turn. Yeah, and I think it's a shame because that. A, a, a quite a few times that you you see it happen, and then like the team stripped of yeah. like it's it, yeah they they have some good players, but like the high quality ones they're gone. Yeah, uh, and it's it's detrimental to leagues, you know, because I you know, you want to be playing the best the best teams, the best managers, the best players, and yeah, yeah. Uh, what about you, Gav? What's your take on it? Yeah, it had to be done. I was going to say exactly the same as Andy, Napoli and uh, Rio Ave. Um, I, I won that league with Solgaris last season, but Rio Ave's probably got the probably had the best team in it, uh, squad-wise. But I don't think anything dodgy happened, but there was there was Fifey had it and Christian had it, and I think uh, Reese has got it now. It wasn't anything dodgy, but I suppose from Ben's point of view, if any deals come up, then it just doesn't look good, does it? So Yeah, he gets and, and yeah, because you you can't really knock it with someone like say like I, I don't really know Christian too well. I know he's a good manager with Tottenham, uh, but like obviously we all know Fifey and he, he loves a deal. Yeah, I wouldn't sort of stick him down as someone. I, I well, I've not I've not heard, you know seen anything dodgy myself. But I've, every game I've ever been in, he you know, he's usually got like four weeks worth of deals penned out. <laughs> so yeah, I can kind of I could kind of see see that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. The, sorry, gets, sorry, it's just yeah. If he gets that commitment, I, mean, if I, I might do a mm. a deal that people think is stupid with Ren, but because I've had them the whole time, people aren't going to question it because you know I'm not going to strip my own team. But like you say, if if if, if they're paying up to week twenty seven, and no, you can't really question their commitment to the team, and then any deals that happen. So yeah, it's definitely a good thing. Yeah, because I, I had to in like previous games years back, probably like one one five or one one six, something like that. I, I think I took a a second team in an easy format game. Uh, basically, I used them just to do because like, I don't deal much, but I wanted to deal. But my first team was my first team, and that was it. That you know, I took them seriously. I did it all all my normal shit with them. 
But the second team was just, oh, just have a bit of play around, you know, have some fun. But I, I never weakened them. They were never shit. It was always just just messing around, just doing some deals that now and then. But, uh, yeah, can see how, how it can be construed and stuff like that, though. Uh, the last change, though, um, which I suppose this is more of a notice, I'd say, wouldn't it, Daryl? Uh, the deadline time change. Uh, just so everyone knows that the deadline for submitting your MDS is now 6 a.m. rather than 8 a.m. He's not going to catch me out because I'm at work at half five. So, uh, <laughs> sorry, Ben, you're still going to have to check that nice and early. <laughs> you wait for you wait for the message next week. It's going to be changed to five o'clock. It's going to save the seven thirty sitting in Costa having a shit rush the turn yeah. on your phone. Yeah. Things. You know, um, it gets in. It gets so, in early as well, doesn't you're it? You're laughing because you've it. done that, didn't you? <laughs> I have. I have. I have. People are like, "Oh morning. shit!" Yeah, sat there on the toilet in it at work, taking a shit. Like, fuck. Oh, do you know this. what? I, I do. I genuinely do my turn at work, but on a couple of occasions, I've like got in there and I've looked at it sort of half five in the morning. I'm like, I, I want to change this. Straight and up, I like, I, yeah, I know for a fact. It's, it's usually. It's just usually taking a shit. <laughs> yeah it's, it's literally for me though it's not <laughs> i can't really take a shit at my best uh my bench so um, <laughs> i think that that would look a bit weird at the desk wouldn't it but um <laughs> but i've definitely sort of tweaked some tactics here and there or maybe put like a last minute deal down um yeah nothing too Might bad make sunday sunday nights a bit more fun for russian <laughs> yeah, always with you isn't it jesus yeah all right, so I think we're going to, uh, before we get to a couple of questions for the, our guests and us in general, um, have we got a transfer roundup? We do. Dave Ooh, was lovely. on it. Yeah, Dave was paying attention. Yeah. He, he understood his assignment. Right, so first of all, if it's short, it's due to some family issues. But here is what we do have. I do hope everything is fine, Mr. Dave. So at the start of every season, the rest of the world transfer list is always interesting. And it proves so again this season with a wildly old character, Mark Rohn, landing what a lot of teams wanted. First of all, Fortuna Sittard landed Mr. Ray, 20-year-old, 94-35 PV for just over 84.7 million. Yes, you heard that right. He paid 84 mil for a 94-35. Woo! The supercomputer seemed to crash after too many beers over the festive period. And when it fixed, it actually landed Wakubu, 20-year-old, 99-37, right forward target man, centre forward, with 10 speed and vision, inexperience and resilience. Fortuna then landed Leonidas, 19 years old, 95-37, playmaker with 10-star vision, attack and inexperience, for just over 44.2. And Campos, 19-year-old, 95-37, uh... 37 playmaker with also 10 star vision attacking experience with just over 42.1 all in all satisfactory week's business for a club that remains flush with cash wow mark Rohn, he's always been that guy any that just on the transfer list he just always nails them always mm. yeah um halil was a massive mover as he left leon for rostov in a 95 million pound move he's 2600 right left wing back with determination seems a cracking signing as not many a player of his quality go for cash uh, Dundee United were long odds on favourites going into the season with all bookmakers but haven't had the start most expected. So Fifey has gone into his normal transfer business by securing another beast for the Scottish team. That beast was Redchenko. Ooh, Fifey's got Redchenko. 26-year-old, 107-40CB with determination, reliability and pop from Slavon. Naughty. Disgusted. Cost him Williams, a 23-year-old, 103-38 centre-back. Um... Uh, with leader and pot and Paqueta, 
26-year-old, 105-38 free roll and playmaker. I just signed Paqueta for Derby in my FM save. To say. Uh, 5B had to use Karma on Paqueta to restore some lost confidence as he dropped two PV last week. We asked David to comment, but for once he had nothing to say. However, assistant manager Jockey McJockstrap said he's a wee Bonnie sign-in <laughs> with nah issues. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds oh, legit. Good. Yeah. Well done, Dave. Nick Buckland recently took on uh, Valarenga and has started to put his feel on the side that Skeen had built into a huge force over three seasons. Nick has done several deals with the biggest this week, being Had Zikadunik, 2303.39 CB with determination and pot, and Torres, 2302.37 right left wing back and fullback, also with determination and pot. The Shiktas were the beneficiaries of 47 million. Nasberg, 2605-38 centre-back with leader determination and pop. Nick told our reporters, Skeen built a brilliant team with a strong foundation with a 10-conditioned stadium and 65,000 seats at turnover, 1.2 million each home game. I changed it up to ensure this team was mine. I have 25 points that will be spent this week and the whole team, barring the goalkeeper, has pop. Our weakest point will probably be at wing-back, but I'm on it and we should be firing on all cylinders next turn. Ready to go. Thank you, Dave. And I do Love hope whatever stuff. family issues are going on are resolved. <laughs> Lovely stuff. Yeah. Uh, just to jump to some questions, and then I think we're going to finish. I'm going to I'm going to ask a question for you guys in a bit, just for a bit of a laugh at, at the end of it. And then I think we've got. I think we actually have a Daryl story this week. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, kind of, kind so let's start off with the questions. Uh, Gary Weir asks. Uh, does Andy and Gav, oh, for Christ's sake, really? Does Andy and Gav get out of the shower to take a piss? I'm hoping that means separately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for fuck's sake. He's obsessed with that. He's actually yeah. obsessed he's with asked that. It loads. Like, he's asked it loads. He's actually asked it quite a fair bit. Um, let's go to Natty Owens. He, uh, he asked, uh, Gav, funniest thing that's happened to you in uh, your, whilst you've been taxi driving or the scariest oh god so many so many things have happened taxi driving anything any included daryl you know what <laughs> no finishing, finishing his podcast uh, with lewis and i am from aberdeen so you're still wanted here hey. <laughs> can, you, can you at least tell me what I was doing there? I was trying to think if I knew any Steve's any Steve's that would have taken me to the train station, but um no I'm a taxi driver okay. here, so yeah, I deal with a lot of drunk people. Um I've had quite a few things. I've had uh you know, a girl just jump jumping in the back and like I said, where are you going? Just go, just go. And then I looked around, just a guy and two staffy dogs chasing us with a golf club. Wow. <laughs> So yeah, there's a lot of quite quite scary things actually. You hear a lot of domestics in the park, people um, fighting. Uh, I, I, there was a couple of guys sick. Since people have got out of lockdown, crazy, crazy. So there's more people being sick than ever. And then I was cleaning it up, and I found this massive bag of cocaine as well. Um, oh, nice. just, so, 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 stuff. so you so did much. find me in Aberdeen then? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's an interesting, it's an interesting job. Uh, I'd have to write a book someday. Yeah, loads. You'd love, you'd love it, Daryl. It'd be great if you. you wouldn't make any money, but you'd, uh, yeah. you'd enjoy, you'd enjoy, enjoy the job, especially. Really? Like, to be young, fair, the train station women. was all right, from what I remember. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, another one for Gav. Um, Andy, a, a transports for asking, what is his aim for Sal Guaros this season? And is it true Scottish people are tight as? I'm hoping he buys me a pint sometime in 2022. Yeah, I'd definitely like to, to meet up with Andy sometime. Um, he's a good lad. Yeah, he's a really good lad. Yeah. For, a, for a Liverpool fan, yeah. he's. he's <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it was in first first game with Andy, um, his first game in 95. So, yeah, I've known him quite a while um, speaking on this. Um, so, where else? Yeah, I'd probably want to try and try and go up try and go up again. It's, it's a really good team. Um, you know, I didn't have to do too much when mm. I took them on. I remember you used to have been on the Maka had yeah, done. Yeah, Zawada's quality. He swapped yeah. Zawada. I, sw- I swapped him. Oh, he yeah. swapped him? Yeah, yeah, I swapped him. Yeah, I got a height target man and he scored 20 last season. So, I just went with one up front. I got I got to Charleston and had a placement for Zawada, so that was quite quite good. Definitely. And uh, yeah, he scores. Um, yeah, he, like um, Mark, I changed that guy. I think you told him to change the guy to Karma. He'd make him a right back. So he's he's officially the best right back in the game now. He's like 105 overall. So the trainables in that team are really really good. All I had to do was like train up. You know, there are a lot of threes and fours and things like that. Train that up. So that, yeah, they're quite a good team. So. I can just stay up in the kind of top, top six, and then if I'm, I've got any chance of, of getting up. Uh, you know what, them. though? Guerros. Mm. Do you know how Ben was in the game? I have a real big... I have a suspicion that that Ooh. was the team. Oh, yeah. That's, that's and the nice. reason I say that, because if you look at the name of the manager that was before, and know how well they were doing, and then all of a sudden just disappeared. Yeah, it was. Cause I asked, I asked, um, I asked Joey Dunbar to 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 tell me who had them first because I knew somebody. I can tell you that. I'll message you after. Well, it's, no, it's Rob. <laughs> the name was Rob Tanner. I hadn't, I hadn't That's heard. it, Rob Tanner. Yeah, I hadn't heard him. And like I say, when I took them on, I mean, like everybody who had, <laughs> unlike Donald's taken on loads of second teams, and he's got like thirty-two year olds with five vision and pot and stuff like that. But this team, like, <laughs> I looked at them and they're like every player had like nines, tens, some ten stars, you know. With Paul, all the right things were done, and and I'd never, yeah, I'd never heard of the guy. So yeah, you might be honest to him in there. Who knows? That was that was my bogey okay. team. I would have been sitting there listening, going, "You fuckers found it." That's <laughs> <laughs> one of the secrets of UE. Rob yeah, Tanner, the secrets boys. Rob Tanner, he's like, "Bugger, uh, change the name now." I'll be why you let me win. Uh, Jamie Cook asks, "If you're both stranded on a desert island, uh, who would you rather be with on there, Terry or, Terry or Daryl, oh, oh, oh. A- and why?" Oh, oh, come on, that's a good question. We should ask this question every week <laughs> to every guest. <laughs> I'll, I'll go Daryl. I'll go Daryl. I can see it. I can see it being like you know um, Jack Sparrow in Pirates of the Caribbean. You'd find a way to go sea turtles or something. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be able to sniff out the rum for you. <laughs> no, that's a tough question, and I think there's pros and cons to both. <laughs> yeah, Do you know what? I wouldn't want to be on an island with either of us. To be fair, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, to be honest, I wouldn't. No. I'd, I'd I'm like going to go the opposite to Gav. <laughs> I'll go the opposite to Gav, and I'll keep it neutral purely because he's a fellow gooner. <laughs> hey, we can both be depressed at the same time. It's lovely. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're right. I almost swapped Rodri this week after his performance. Natty <laughs> <laughs> uh, asks, uh, we'll go with you in this one actually first, Daryl. Uh, what three things would you like to see in the next game? One, two, two. Uh, Ooh, interesting. Oh. MLS teams? 
Yeah, definitely. I'd love an MLS team. Yeah. Um, me being drawn a fucking decent team to start with. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, uh, MLS. Uh, maybe, I don't know. I don't know, really. Because, like, these things, I'd like to see assists added to the, the, the sheet. I want assists. Yes. I want to know assists. Um, I cool. can't believe that would be that difficult, but I'd love to have the assists and goals at the back. Just, it makes, you know, people tell me when I'm doing deals, they're like, oh, he assists a lot, and you have to totally take their word for it. I just, I think it would be mm. something that we all would mm. like to know, you know? Yeah. Um, mm. And maybe just change up the commentary a little bit, so it's saving it. Yeah, I, I think, I think for me, I'd like to see all the changes that have happened in this game, like be at right at the start and just have like a consistent, solid game from the start rather than, you know, sort of bits and pieces changing here, the, you know, tweaks here, tweaks there. And, you know, the, and, and, you know, none of that season, no, no, no Northern League sort of shit and, you know, all that sort of, all that crap. Um, yeah, just keep it as it is and let us just go for it. I think that'd be cool. That'd be one change I'd, I'd, I'd like to see. Um, I've a chain, two other changes. I think I, yeah, I think like Daryl said, I'd love to have a really good team to start with for once. That'd be, <laughs> that'd be nice. Oh, God, um, I wouldn't pay the money. No, I wouldn't. I'm too, I'm too much of a tight ass for that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, shit, a third. A third. I did, I had something in my head just a minute ago whilst I was sort of explaining the first one, but then yeah, I can't remember now. So yeah, let's pass it on to you guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Any yeah. Um, I'd quite fancy like a a legends game, but given we're all around roughly the same age, like it just being like say nineteen ninety or you know, ninety four squads. Yeah, something like that. Start the Premier League or something. Just squad yeah. squads like that. So. Mm. Um, or like the first football manager, championship manager, well played that that kind of era. And he's probably got a database from back in his early games that he could do. So that would just be a different kind of um, cool kind of game to do. Um, I kind of touched when Daryl was talking about assists. I thought of another thing on on that. Mm-hmm. I'd like them to say how many games are sub appearances because sometimes okay. I take players yeah. on. Sort of in brackets, maybe next to the appearances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. some guys, I take on just just because I don't want them to be unhappy or disillusioned or whatever. But they get like a sixty-two or whatever, and I know they're better than that. And then you're trying to do deals, and people are saying, "Oh, what's his AR?" And, and it's not a true reflection of of the public. Oh yeah, yeah. I always ignore that. I I just, I just feel like I can get a player playing. Yeah, I, I yeah, don't, I I don't know why people are so big up on that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I agree. I think my third one would be to give um, to give like Jay a two 0 head start against me. That's <laughs> a good change, just to give him a chance. Um, no, um, I I did I did think of one there, but I just can't fucking think. I, I do I do like the the new changes though. I think that could be quite good. I think I do think maybe open up a different league or a couple just to add make it a bit fresher. I think that could be quite cool. Yeah, I, I I like what you were saying though, Daryl. The assist thing, like that, I I like that, I like that, and the appearance thing that you just said there, Gav. That that's something I I would quite I'd be quite into. Yeah, I'd have to agree with you guys. I think yeah, yeah, I want to manage shout. FC yeah. Cincinnati, and I want to know what their assists are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how about you, Andy? Um, I think first of all, again, yeah, different leagues to be able to play. 
I think that would that would add a new dynamic to the game. You know, make it a bit more interesting. But leagues mm-hmm. that we haven't seen before. Um, yeah, that's I'd, that's I'd, definitely I'd, something. South America would be quite cool. I'd love Boca or something like that. Yeah, South America, yeah. North America. You know, he, 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 I, I, Asian's not really worth it now. The Chinese league's gone kaput. But, yeah, yeah. You know, there's there's leagues out there that you could make playable to make it a little bit more interesting. Yeah. Um, I think lower stats. Starting the game with lower stats. Yeah. I like the idea of that. Yeah. Because I like the rate of the rises. I just... The problem was... Like, you know, I've got Peccia. He's now, what, 108-40 centre-back. He was at 86-OA, 35 PV when I got him. You know, (laughs) so to be in season four and him to be where he's at now, I love the fact that he's risen like that. But it would have made a lot more sense if the stats were lower. Okay. You know, if you're going to put them sort of yeah. rises on, drop the stats. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah, I love that. I love yeah. the lower stats. Terry loves the lower stats. Yeah. And yeah. Like, with the way managers play now, the game that's a really, longer, it? it's a really good idea because yeah. I feel like managers do like building teams. And you don't have to lower them too much so people like Fife and stuff can still do their thing. But I, I, I just think a lot of managers, they, they, they are building teams. The mm. ones that want to take Division 4 are not expecting much higher than 84s, 83s. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. You don't take Which is kind of what on, expected when I started know? this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think the last one, being that is what would you like to see in 122, I'm done with easy formats. I've got no interest in playing them anymore. Yeah. Um, I'd like to see 122 as a true hard format. Same. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think I think because the, the core the core manager group now who who will probably be in one two two are likely to be who's in this game. And I think it's a mm-hmm. perfect chance for another hard format. Just making it the style just, of the game. I just don't see the value for money now in a in an easy format anymore. Yeah, I yeah. I, I, just, I don't I'm see not, the challenge. I, I always wondered why some managers, there's certain managers, you know, you get like, you know, uh, you know guys who've been around a bit like um, Mark Rohn, I, th- I think usually just primarily sticks to hard formats. I think Jay sticks to hard formats. Uh, Martin, I do now. Right? Martin, yeah, I, I never understood why, you know, well, why don't they play all the games? I, I play all the games, but now I see it, I'd probably be less inclined to play an easy. I don't know. I've been playing this coming up for of... nearly 20 years now and... Do you think the days you know, of easy back then it was fun? Gone, though? Do you think he'll do any more easy? Do you think if, them if, days if, are if over? If it's got a good twist to it, if there's if there's something, yeah, it's got there's like if he if he say so say the next one's an easy format, but like it's still one team per manager, not fucking stupid mm. multi-team management and lower stats, and and it's got something different, like you say, Daryl, like MLS or. Like just something different, just something interesting. Yeah, I'd I'd want to have a look at that. It's got to be something. If it was like this game, if it came out exactly the same, and it's just mm. you know, yeah, just an easy format. I, I've got no interest in that. No, I just me. I just don't think there's any longevity in an easy format game. No, I I, just, I yeah, and I don't take it seriously. Like yeah, with this game, no. Like I look at I, my I league, with and, the stuff like he's I say, doing for I, reserves I see, and youth feel like easy games yeah. are being phased out a bit, you know. I, like, mm-hmm. like I, I go in this game, and I'm like, I know, like in my league this season, <laughs> I know Andy, you're you're a good manager. You've been, you know, been around a, a fair bit, so I know you're good. I know Jay's good. I know Martin's good. I know Ben Bagshaw's quality. Jay, uh, Jamie Cook's quality. It's, it's exciting to play each week. 
you play easy oh, yeah. format like 90 percent of the time i don't know anyone i'm usually in like a yeah because i usually take a lower team with points i, I like the ue points so i go for a, a team with max ue points and i'm usually in a league where i don't know anyone and it's just not interesting mm-hmm. no you know, it just doesn't appeal to me i love the banter i have with the guys and in, in the southern prem it's just so much fun and, and the discord group and all that which uh, leads me actually to the next question oh fuck's sake Carlos asks, do you guys like tripping your kids as much as Terry does? Uh, you should ask him. Pushing, if, he, if he likes propping up the Premier League, in it first? He should worry about that. No? Yeah, he should. He should, a little bitch. <laughs> you know. he, he, he needs to sort himself out quick. He's going to struggle in that league and get left behind. I, I hope he just becomes a Spanish whipping boy as well. Yeah, I, I hope he does. <laughs> Fucking little bitch. I'm sure he's Gattafi now as well. Oh, dear. Yeah. Uh, the next one was uh, from Lewis. He asks uh, to Gav, uh, "Who did who did he manage to offload Quavas to, so I know to avoid him like the plague?" Hmm. That's a good question. He somebody's been trying to swap him. He's oh, he's a brilliant player. It's like one hundred and three thirty nine left forward. But yeah, Lewis knows that he played in season two. He played twenty four games for me and did score any goals at all. But when I swapped him, he had scored three goals in eight or something in season season three. When I swapped him, well, he went to Fifey, but Fifey swapped swapped him. But then I (laughs) (laughs) so yeah, Fifey took him. Yeah, he got a better better deal out of me for that. But no, Quavas is is not not been as bad as he was that that season for me. But yeah, zero and by four, that's that's pretty impressive for a striker. Fair play. And uh, Lewis also asked Andy, "How is Montpellier coming along?" I think you sort of touched like, at the start, didn't you? Not as well yeah, as you like my one. ex-girlfriend, mate. Pretty to look at, but absolute no personality. <laughs> <laughs> Daryl can chime in on this. <laughs> I don't know um, what you're talking about. I'm a new, no, no, new no. year, new year, new me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't believe that. I don't know. And, and the last one is Martin Banks asked to Gav, do you still have uh, Bjornquist? Mine and Daryl's old right wing back, and does he still score free yeah, kicks? Yeah, what does fun? he do? Well, yeah, I took I took him from Martin, and then I swapped him out to Fiorentina, and then I gave him Bjornquist and Quinones. And I see you've you've ended up selling. You're playing fullbacks with them, aren't you, Daryl? So I see you end up selling. So I ended up buying him back. I bought him off the transfer list for. Yeah, he's yeah. only 20 million, so yeah, yeah, so I was gonna, gonna I was gonna tell Martin we we sold him, he was at Fiorentina. I yeah, yeah, I, bought, I, yeah. Back. And yeah I, so I put him on the transfer list. No, he's perfectly good, but we're playing fullbacks. There's, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. That's no, the I, reason I got rid of him before. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, he's, he's still one oh he's still one oh two thirty eight right wing back, uh the free kicks. So yeah, I thought twenty million, that's that's nothing really. So yeah, I got him for back for a backup. So I do have him, but I didn't have him until yeah, a couple of weeks ago. So I didn't have him for a whole season. But yeah, he's good. Fair play. Uh, and then we're just going to finish off. Uh, my question to you guys is, uh, and I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to frame this in a certain way. So you send your MDS, and uh, it's like let's say you send it on a Saturday, and you get the old MDS receipt for it. You've received it. That's your turn sent. Perfect. All done. But then on a Sunday, you receive the MDS receipt of your opponent that week. Now, do you tell them? No. <laughs> Daryl, honest as ever. Thank you very much. Yeah, no, do I? Do I? Fuck. 
<laughs> right, let's let's frame it another way. One one manager, Daryl. One manager that you would tell. Uh, one manager you definitely wouldn't tell. Matt, I would t- I would tell Upton. You tell Matt, Matt Upton, yeah, 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 yeah. And I wouldn't tell Callum ever. In fact, I ever. encourage it to be done every week just so I could mock him. <laughs> Andy. Oh. Uh, one I would tell. Oh, I don't know. Andy's like, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't think I'd tell any of them, mate, to be honest. All's fair in love and war and all that. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd probably, I'd, I'd tell Darrell they'd played defend deep going hard, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I would. Uh, I'd feel, I'd, I'd feel, I'd feel too guilty. Uh, earlier on uh, in, the, in the game, um, I'd probably wait until six oh one and send a message saying, "Go, mate, you fucked up." <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, six like, like five minutes to six, and, and just, I've just I've just received this. Can you believe it? <laughs> now five fifty nine. Yeah. Let's be honest. If they yeah, left yeah, the screen you... open, they've got time to sort it. <laughs> oh, that's, that's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I think we're gonna finish up, Daryl. Got a little story. Yes, yeah, so this new year, new me. I was actually thinking, I'm 40 now. Do you know what I mean? I'm father of three, maybe. Because I listened back to the pods and I was like, maybe it's time, you know, slow down a bit, behave a bit, you know? So I've been chatting with this Italian girl that lives in Milton Keynes. And uh, I was like, why don't we go out? She was like, I'm coming to Birmingham. She's working or something. She had something. I don't know. She, I, I don't really listen to them talk. Um, but she was <laughs> like, I'm coming to Birmingham. And I was like, cool, let's meet up, let's go. So we went to this this pretty nice restaurant. It's new in town, Albert, Albert something, Albert, I don't know what it is, but it's really fancy, it's really nice. We had a good time. And she's a really quiet girl. She's really well-behaved. And I'm thinking, okay, this is the start of new year, new me, you know? Because this one's like, well-behaved, she's quite quiet, she's not loud, she hasn't dressed like a slut. This is great, you know? She's actually come outside, we've seen daylight, touch grass, you know? I'm on it. <laughs> We come back to mine and I'm thinking, okay, just behave yourself, right? That's all I'm thinking is just behave. This is new you. This is your first opportunity. Mate, I don't know what happened when I shut the front door, but she like turned into like the sex Hulk. <laughs> and I'm like, this isn't happening. Like she, she is tiny, but she was fucking throwing me around all over the place. Like, I don't know. It was, yeah. it was, you know, when you watch like a video, a transition video, and it's like an innocent girl, then it flashes into like this dark red fucking evil stare. It was like that. I shut my front door and I swear to God, she switched on me. And I'm laying there thinking, that's just not fair. Like I'm trying to change. <laughs> and I mean, I mean this. But yeah, so I'm not going to change. Again? Next week, actually. So yeah. <laughs> I'm going to Milton Keynes. So that's why afterwards, and she left in the morning. I was like, well, that's. That's a sign not to change, isn't it? It's a sign. Just enjoy just yourself. Stay the same old whore as you've always been. So that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. dear. Well, I think on that, we'll, we'll leave that. And um, thank you. Thank you again, as always, Daryl, for just being you. And um, <laughs> thank you, Gav. And thank you, Andy, for coming on and joining us tonight. Thanks, guys. Uh, no worries. No worries. And uh, we'll catch you all soon.